Hey there, this is Ian Pruckner, and welcome to the Byproduct Podcast. All right, hey everybody, thank you so much for joining us. This is Ian Pruckner. Welcome to the Byproduct Podcast. And man, I'm excited about today's episode. It is going to be one for the record books. And man, I just want to thank you uh, all for spending a little bit of time with me. Listen, I know that time is at a premium today. Your time is valuable. I definitely do not take it for granted that we are able to spend a little bit of time together each and every week getting better because when we get better, things get better. When we get better, things get better. And man, it is really an honor to be able to spend some time with you. And thank you, thank you, thank you. To all of you who are sharing the podcast out on social media, who are rating it, reviewing it, it really does mean the world to me that you would take just a couple of minutes and do that. It just absolutely is incredible. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And man, I'm excited to jump in today to our episode, Facts Over Feelings. Facts Over Feelings. Folks, listen, emotions are great. Emotions are great. I'm glad we have emotions. Emotions are some of the things that separate us from the animal kingdom, right? Emotions are great. There's lots of fantastic emotions. I think emotions help color the landscape of our lives. I think they give, uh, they give color to our lives. They give a lot of meaning to our lives, a lot of depth to our lives. Emotions are great. They're wonderful. I'm really glad that we have emotion. But emotions that cloud reality are a liability. Let me say that again. Emotions that cloud reality are a liability. And I don't know if you feel like this, but man, I feel like this. We live in a world today that puts an overemphasis on emotions, right? How you feel has become the end-all, be-all. Your feelings trump truth. Your feelings trump other people's uh, feelings. They trump other people's rights. Okay, your feelings are the end-all, be-all. If you feel this way, it's true. If you feel this way, you can't argue about it. If your feeling is an is the ultimate truth, right? Okay, so listen, in a world that puts an overemphasis on emotions, it's more important than ever to be grounded in the truth. And today, if you feel it, then it's true. Listen, you might feel like, Hey, I'm never going to die. But the fact is, the death rate is 100%. So even though you feel invincible, (laughs) right, you're not invincible. Listen, if you feel like a blue car, like, man, I'm totally a blue car. I just, I feel like a blue car. Okay. If you feel like a blue car, you're still not a blue car. Okay. But, but today, our feelings are king. Our feelings determine how other people should engage with us. It determines how, what we view about the world. It determines what we do. And, you know, in my book, The Byproduct, I talk about T-bar. Thoughts become beliefs. Beliefs become actions. Actions become results. Notice that there's no feelings in there. That's the natural process of things. That's the way we move from our thinking to our results in life. But feelings can interrupt that process, right? Feelings are not a thought. They're they're a reaction. They're a chemical reaction to a stimulus around us, okay? And so they can interrupt and they they can take the place of our thinking and subsequently create actions and results that we don't want. Have you ever you said something you regretted in the heat of a moment. 
Have you ever done something you regretted in the heat of the moment? What happened is your feelings interjected themselves over your thinking and your belief. And so instead of acting in accordance with your thought processes, your belief processes, getting systematic, repeatable outcomes, your emotions, your feelings insert themselves there and they create a myriad of outcomes, pretty much none of which are great. Now listen, One of the things about all the greats, right? They play with a lot of emotion. It's one of the things that makes that make the greats so enjoyable to watch. They're not just out there playing a game. They're not just out there running their business. They're playing with emotion, but they're playing with directed, controlled emotion. Directed, controlled emotion. So listen, emotions are great. Feelings are wonderful. As long as they are directed and controlled. Guys, listen. When you're in control of your feelings, they'll give you an edge that very few people have. But when your feelings are in control of you, folks, listen, you'll fall off the ledge. You'll fall off the ledge. And so guys, today we are in in danger of our feelings being greater than the facts around us. But that's not how life works, folks. It's facts over feelings. It's facts over feelings. And listen, Okay, when we disconnect from reality, we forfeit our ability to impact it. Let me say that again. When we disconnect from reality, we forfeit our ability to impact it. Let me say a statement here that's going to be pretty aggressive, but is totally true. And that is feelings don't equal truth. Folks, you can feel a certain way, okay, and that feeling not be the truth. Okay, feelings are chemical reactions. They're responses to our perception. Our perception is what we believe we're experiencing, not necessarily what we're experiencing. I want you to imagine this scenario for a second. You imagine you're at a party and you're standing there talking to a couple of people. You see a good friend of yours, maybe 10, 15 feet away. They're talking with some people. All of a sudden, your ear gets perked up right? It's like they're talking about you over in your friend's conversation. And you overhear that friend stating something negative about somebody, okay? You catch just enough of the conversation that you think, what if they're talking about me? And the more you think about it, the more you stew on it, you think, they were talking about me. I know they were talking about me. And all of a sudden, this anger sorts to starts to well up on the inside of you. Your feelings are hurt. You're like, how could they? How, after all I've done for that person, how could they ever say something like that about me? How could they ever stab me in the back like that? Your feelings are hurt. Your anger starts bubbling up. You become resentful towards that person, right? The next day you see him and you just don't, You don't feel the same about them, right? You're like, man, how could you? They hurt you all over again just by walking into the room, okay? And how we view our relationship with that person changes, right? Now, it doesn't matter that in this circumstance, they weren't talking about you at all. They weren't talking about you one bit. What they were saying had nothing to do with you. But yet, because you believed it did, your emotions began to take over, right? Your emotions began to take over. And what ends up happening is if we act on our feelings, we're going to create some actions that are regrettable. Folks, you should write this down. Feelings are liars. Feelings are liars. Folks, how you feel and what is real are not the same thing. 
Do not confuse them, okay? Feelings are liars. You gotta get out your feelings because there ain't no money in there, okay? And there's no peace in there, okay? You've gotta understand that how you feel and what is real are not necessarily the same thing. And you know what? Today, so much of our life is driven by our, by our feelings, how we feel about something. Like, like, do I feel like going to the gym? Well, you might not feel like going to the gym. You might not feel really motivated, right? Okay, uh, do I, man, do I feel like reaching out to that person? Do, you, do I feel like you know, starting this workout? Do I feel like starting this business? Okay, but folks, listen, the fact is, if it's necessary for you to reach out to that person, right? If it's necessary for you to go to the gym, if it's necessary to make those sales calls, okay, to get to your goal, to get to your dream, then your feelings are irrelevant. How you feel about doing that has absolutely no bearing on whether or not you need to do those things, right? And so when we're led by our feelings, we'll often be led astray. When we're led by our feelings, we'll often be led astray. But when we become leaders of our feelings, our feelings give us a winning edge. The feeling feelings give us a winning edge. And you got to understand, they say, you know, commitment is when you continue to do something long after the feeling that you made the commitment with has laughed, right? It's like marriage, okay? People get divorced like crazy because they don't feel in love with their spouse. Folks, listen, love is not a feeling, okay? Love is a verb. It's an action. It's a decision. It's a choice. You choose love. You choose to love. It's not a feeling. A feeling might be lust, or infatuation, those are feelings. But folks, those feelings come and go. They come and go and you don't have a lot of control over them. And so, so many people, guys, listen, so many people make permanent decisions based on temporary feelings. And then they wonder, like, why on earth, why on earth is this not, uh, is this not how I always thought it would be? Why on earth is this not what I imagined? And the answer is they're being led by their feelings instead of leading their feelings, right? So let's talk about some of the most destructive feelings. There's a lot of destructive feelings out there when left unchecked. But man, I think there's three that just top them all. Number one is offense. Is offense, man. Listen, if you're offended, okay, if you're offended, you'll get out of control. You'll start doing crazy things, saying crazy things because people have offended you. But folks, listen. Okay, when you get offended, you give your power to somebody else, right? Your power is in your self-control. It's in your ability to control your emotional state. And when you get offended, you give that emotional control to somebody else. Guys, if somebody can say something, do something, promote something that offends you and causes you to lose control of your emotional state, you're not in control anymore. They are. An offense is one of the greatest tools used to control other people. If they can get you offended, they can get control of your life. Offense is one of the uh, is one of the three most destructive feelings. Guys, listen, you should have a goal. One of my goals is to be unoffendable. <laughs> right? Be unoffendable. You can't offend me. It's really, really tough. You can say rude, nasty things about me. You can make posts on the, you can drop nasty comments on my Instagram. You can do a whole lot of stuff to me. You can make up lies about all that stuff. 
I'm unoffendable, baby, because I understand that I'm not going to give you my control. I'm not going to give you my power. We should strive to be unoffendable. The second of the three most destructive feelings is anger. Man, when we get angry, we lose our ability to rationalize and we move out of the T-bar process and we become reactionary instead of directionary. We become reactionary instead of directionary. See, we choose our direction, but we do not choose our reaction. Our reaction can be automatic. Our direction is pre-planned and pre-meditated. When we allow anger a place in our life, okay, we lose control of directing our life. And so anger, man, listen, let's be slow to anger, and focused on your game. What's it going to take to get you angry? What's it going to take to get you upset? I know there's some of you listening to this right now and you're like, man, you're like, I don't, anger's a tough thing for me, Ian. I don't know that I can just drop it. Listen, that might be true, but at least you got to be aware that each and every time you get angry and your anger dictates your behavior, you're out of control. And if you're out of control, somebody else is doing that control. If all they got to do is make you angry to get you to cede control of your life and your direction, folks, listen, you become a very easy to manipulate and control person. And number three, and the three most destructive feelings is jealousy right? Living in somebody else's game instead of winning yours. It's like that picture of Michael Phelps, right? And the swimmer next to him. I don't know the other swimmer's name, but Phelps is looking straight ahead. He's in the lead and the swimmer uh, that is in the lane next to him is just behind him and he's looking at Phelps, right? And it says, you know, losers look at winners and winners look at the goal, right? And jealousy is what we feel when we take our eyes off of our game and start looking too intently at somebody else's game, right? Okay, jealousy will take you nowhere you want to go. It will keep you much longer than you want to stay. Okay, so listen, I said this earlier, but people will make permanent decisions, okay, uh, and deal with permanent consequences based on temporary emotions. Eventually, the emotions that cause them to make those choices, whether it's getting divorced, or cheating on their spouse, or lying in a deal for the immediate gratification of the clothes, right? Or whatever it is that might be, okay? We end up making permanent decisions and ultimately dealing with permanent consequences based on temporary emotions. The emotions eventually change, shift, and leave, and there we are dealing with the consequences of the decisions we made in those emotional uh, instances, right? So guys, listen, it's true to every podcast we're going to do. We're going to talk about power thoughts, power beliefs, power actions, right? Power thoughts, power beliefs, power actions. T-bar thoughts become beliefs, beliefs become actions, and our actions ultimately create our results. Our results are the byproduct of the thinking, belief, and action that came before them. So every podcast, we explore, we discover some power thoughts, some some new ways of thinking, some things that we can begin to think on, some beliefs that we can begin to meditate on to give us a new thought pattern, a new belief pattern, a new activity pattern that will ultimately create a new result pattern. So power thought number one, power thought number one, When others control my emotional state, I lose my power. When other people control my emotional state, I lose my power. If other people, if what they say, if what they do, if circumstances outside of you 
can cause you to lose your cool and to become overly emotional, to get in your feelings, okay, you have lost your power. You've got to hold your power, folks. Don't give your power to anybody. No matter what sort of riling up they're trying to get you, whether it's the news media, a family member, somebody at work, no matter what sort of riling up they're trying to do, refuse to give them your power. Refuse to give them your power. Stay in control of your emotional state. Power thought number two, feelings are poor compasses. Feelings are poor compasses. Feelings are reactionary. They're how we're responding to what we perceived, okay? But they're poor at being directionary. We don't direct anything with our feelings, okay? Our feelings are the result of being directed, right? And so feelings are poor compasses. When you feel a certain way, okay, and you're tempted to make a decision, okay, in the midst of a feeling, don't stop, reevaluate, because your feelings aren't going to lead you anywhere worthwhile because feelings aren't leaders. You're a leader. You will lead yourself somewhere worthwhile. Your feelings will not. Power thought number three, how I feel will change, but my commitments and what I must do will not. My feelings will change, but my commitments and what I must do will not. Okay, guys, listen, so many people want to reevaluate the commitments they make in life, the commitments to their spouse, the commitments to their business, the commitments to their goals by how they feel in the moment. You've got to understand that no matter how you're feeling, those feelings will be fleeting. Those feelings will be fleeting. And in the end, your commitments will still be standing there. They'll still be standing there, right? And so listen, do you want to have a life marked with success and peace and happiness and joy and meaning, then folks, listen, you act on your commitments no matter how you feel, no matter how you feel. See, interest is when you do something when you feel like it. Commitment is when you do that thing no matter how you feel. How I feel will change, but my commitments and what I must do will not. Power thoughts. All right, let's move into some power beliefs Power beliefs about feelings and facts over feelings. Number one, when I control my emotions, I am powerful. When my emotions control me, I am weak. Let me say that again. When I control my emotions, I'm powerful. But when my emotions control me, I'm weak. I'm weak. Tomorrow when you're out and about and somebody cuts you off and you you flip into a fit of rage and you're about to lose your cool, I want you to remember this. When you control your emotions, okay, you're powerful. But when your emotions control you, you're weak. You're liable to make poor decisions. You're liable to say and do stupid things. When your emotions control you, you're weak. But when you control your emotions, you're powerful. Number one. Power belief number two. Emotional consistency is a prerequisite for all great leaders. Emotional consistency is a prerequisite for all great leaders. People want to follow somebody who is stable, okay, who is predictable emotionally, that is not bent to fly off the handle or to react or to respond in unpredictable manners. 
They're, they're around people like that all day, every day. They don't need you to be a basket case, right? They need you to be the rock against which all other things break, right? Nothing breaks you. Nothing, nothing shatters your resolve, okay? Emotional consistency is a prerequisite for all great leaders, okay? Think about the old saying, he who leads a country should first be fit to lead a state, he who leads a state should first be fit to lead a city. He who leads a city should first be fit to lead a town. He who leads a town should first be fit to lead a family. And he who leads a family should first lead themselves. Okay? Now obviously that's he, she, however you want to uh, you know, play that one there. But understand the principle behind that. The principle is I need to lead myself first before I lead other people right? I need to lead myself first. Okay. The telltale trademark of a leader is the ability to move forward regardless of how they feel about it. You feel sick, do it anyways. You don't feel like it. You feel tired. You feel like nobody respects you. Do it anyways. Do it anyways. Nobody cares about how you feel. Have you ever tried to pay a bill with your feelings? I dare, I I just want you to try this next time. Okay. So next mortgage payment due, just write, you know, sad on the on the dollar amount line and send it in. Say, I'm paying you 5,000 sads this month, <laughs> right? I've, I'm paying you with 3,600 tireds, <laughs> right? Okay, you can't pay your bills with your feelings, okay? But so many people try to live their life by their feelings and wonder why they can't pay their bills. Power belief number three, okay? Directed Controlled emotion strengthens me. Indirected emotions make me a liability. Directed, controlled emotion strengthens me. Indirected emotions make me a liability. If you choose the emotion, if you decide to to use that emotion as leverage, man, that gives you incredible power and incredible strength. You think about... Yeah, it's uh, you know the the game that Michael Jordan played right after his dad died. Nobody thought he would play, and he came out. He had one of the greatest games of his career, playing for his dad who had just who had just passed away. And most people would have let that emotion, okay, of losing a loved one, take them out of the game, right? And that's a fair point. I mean, that's a pretty major emotional loss. That's a pretty major emotional spike on the landscape of our life. He would have been justified to do that, but he didn't let that emotion go indirected. He channeled that emotion and he took it out there onto the court and he delivered one of the greatest performances in the history of basketball. Directed, controlled emotion strengthens me, but indirected emotion makes me a liability. Folks, listen, you got to recognize when you are acting out of emotion rather than acting out of direction, okay? Power actions, power actions. What are we going to do? Ian, how do I take this? Okay, great. Feelings are liars. They're poor compasses. Don't give away your power. I understand this. What do I do? Number one, number one power action. Forgive somebody right now. Forgive somebody right now. Some of you are walking around with a weight that you are never meant to carry. And you carry it each and every day. And you know what? I don't know what that person did to you. I'm never going to claim to know it. But here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. 
When you forgive them, the weight of the world will come off your shoulders. You might say they don't deserve the forgiveness. Let me help you. The forgiveness isn't for them. It's for you, right? Forgiveness is one of the greatest tools to get emotional control. What you're saying is all the negative, all the unfairness, all the bitterness, all the hate, maybe. That's not bigger than me. It's not bigger than me. And it won't control me not one more day. Folks, I don't know who that is in your life, but I bet you do. I bet you do. You don't need to call them and tell them. You may not, listen, because you forgive somebody doesn't mean that you need to welcome them necessarily back into your life or be buddy-buddy with them. You may not even let them know, but you know. I, I dare you to forgive somebody now. Forgive somebody now. Power action number two, create a gratitude journal. Create a gratitude journal or a gratitude practice because when you're full of gratitude, there isn't room to be full of other things, <laughs> right? When you're full of gratitude, there isn't room to be full of other things. When you're thankful, that emotional state permeates. Listen, okay, you got you to understand if you're already full, okay, if you're already full, think about Thanksgiving dinner. Imagine you just like totally mowed out on this Thanksgiving dinner. It was unbelievable. You ate so much, your neck hurts. Can I get an amen from somebody out there you know I'm talking about? I know, I know it's not just me who eats so much that their neck hurts, okay? But you just imagine you just eat the biggest meal of your life. And then people are like, hey, you want to go out for pizza and McDonald's? Okay, what are you going to think? Like, uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty good. Why? Because you're full. You aren't going to be hungry for more if you're full, right? Does that make sense? The same thing works with emotions and feelings. If you're full of positive, directed emotion, there won't be a lot of room for negative, indirected emotion. You only have so much emotional capacity. When you fill yourself full of positivity, of gratitude, of thankfulness, okay, you won't have room for a lot of the other trash in there. And number three is you've got to recognize and resist. Recognize and resist. When you, when you are in an emotional state that is not by design, and folks, listen, I'm not perfect at this. This happens to me just like it happens to you. But the key is this. The key is this, okay? When you recognize you are in an emotional state that you didn't design, you must resist making any sort of large decision, okay? Uh, getting into any sort of debate or argument with somebody, okay? Making a purchase. When you are in an emotional state that you didn't design and that you're not directing, don't do anything other than get yourself out of that state. Make no decisions, get in no discussions because you're liable to, to make a permanent move based on a temporary situation, a permanent move based on a temporary situation, a temporary emotion. Guys, listen, I know it's tough. I know it can be hard, but step one is we got to recognize you become more aware that, that, you're, that you are being controlled by your feelings rather than controlling your feelings. Awareness is the first step to change. So man, listen, thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope that helps. And man, I can't wait to talk to you next week. See you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. 
I want to invite you to connect with me further. You can find me on Instagram at Ian Pruckner, or you can text the word Pruck, P-R-U-K, to 484848 for exclusive access to some incredible bonus content and an entire suite of tools to help you along your journey to success. Until next time.